to the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich with Nathan Sage and Steve Sell. Enjoy your lunch with our fun-filled McPherson Radio Sports Show every Thursday from 12.15 to 1. Nathan and Steve will dive into and take a few bites from all your favorite local... Off the left side, still on his feet, end zone, touchdown come! McPherson, the sophomore. Who is Jayton Gum? Oh, he just made a name for himself right there. College. Man goes in motion. Southwestern loads the box. Hill running to the near sideline and is in. Touchdown Bulldogs. The wild Mish works again and they engineer a game. Go ahead. Touchdown drive. And pro sports. And two to Kendry's Morales. A two-run lead for Kansas City. Sends a ball well hit in the left center field. And that one is gone! And the Chiefs' kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 54. So grab your food, get your drink, turn up that radio, and enjoy your lunch with the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on McPherson's Radio, 96.7 FM KBBE, and online at midkansasradio.com. And now, here's Nathan Sage and Steve Sell. Got me hot. Welcome into the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on 96.7 KBBE. We're having to fly off the handle here a little bit as we have no intro, um, but we are here. Me and Steve Sell, we're ready to talk sports. We're ready to do our thing like normal. Uh, we got the McPherson High football game coming up. We got some recaps of other area sports as well going on uh, last weekend. And if you can tell, I'm wearing a mask because COVID-19 is still very important here in the area. Just being cautious, being safe, doing what I need to do to keep steve and everybody else safe but uh steve as we get ready uh talking about augusta coming up on friday i guess take us through you know we saw this we saw this game two weeks ago and in that game let's just say not the typical bullpup team that we've seen and uh, a little struggle offensively at the beginning uh, kind of got it corrected towards the second half of the uh, second half rather and uh, was able to pull out the victory but I think the score 32 to 14 is kind of not really indicative of what we saw yeah and you know it was that was the night it was very cold very windy uh, the bullpups really couldn't throw the ball very much barely a hundred yards now they ran the ball uh, really well uh, gum and Schreiner uh, were part of a running game that went over 200 yards um augusta's a good football team and you know we talked to coach pav this morning he's very concerned uh i think if they'd had their druthers they would have rather played ulysses i think the bullpups are better against teams that they haven't seen before uh with augusta though 
you know what you're going to get. You're going to get the flex bone. You know the quarterback, Jet Hand, very good player, very quick. Uh, they've got a running back that actually emerged in that first game due to an injury, uh, Holt Williams. And then last week he just went off against Ulysses. So they have found themselves a star, you know, because of an injury. And it's going to be a tough game. Of course, they have Eli Wilcox, uh, who Coach Pav says is on some Division One radars, a really outstanding athlete. And uh, it's a game that the Bullpups are going to have to play. I mean, they're, they're, they're not going to be able just to – you know, walk on the field and say, hey, you know, we'll just move on and probably play Bueller in the third round. This is a game, it was 12-7 to after three quarters last time, and, of course, the Bullpups scored 20. But I think you're going to see a different McPherson team this week. I think you're going to see a much sharper team. For one thing, it's going to be about 30 degrees warmer than what it was when we played the first time that uh, the Augusta hasn't seen the full-fledged bullpup passing game and they're going to see it friday night hopefully the wind you know stays down i haven't seen what the wind is for friday but if the wind's not too bad i they haven't seen the receivers like the bullpups have but uh, i think it'll be a very good football game and anyone expecting a mcpherson walkover i think you're sadly mistaken yeah you know you talk about their uh, eli wilcox offense and defensively he's just all over the field uh i think the big thing last game you know we talked about the wind i looked at the weather uh for friday it's saying right around 12 to 15 mile an hour winds some gusts could get into the 20s but i don't think it's gonna be as bad as what we saw when they played uh two weeks ago but when you're talking about this this augusta team defensively that was the thing that really stood out, especially in that first half. They really slowed down the passing game of McPherson, and only to I believe he only had 121 yards passing in that game. Uh, the running game of Jayton Gum later in that game, in the third half and, and third quarter and fourth quarter, is really uh, what got it going. And I think we might see that start out the game and then the passing end the game if you're McPherson. Um, but the big problem I think last time also was just miscues just yeah things that were not normal well the bullpups forced a lot of turnovers in that game and then they turned around and gave the ball right back so they didn't take advantage of the opportunities they felt like they left 21 points on the field just in the first half because they forced three first half turnovers didn't convert them into points so uh, it's gonna be interesting to see uh, how this game plays out but uh you know, it's in the playoffs, anything can happen, and you don't know who's going to be available on Friday. Sometimes those things aren't known with, with all the cases we have right now, over 100 cases in the last four days. I mean, it, Smoky Valley's actually, uh, they've gone to remote learning because they have so many cases up there. So, you know, who's going to be available on Friday? We don't know who's going to be available for Augusta. You know, I, I noticed Bethany last night in their basketball games up there. They had some kids that I know that are big-time players for them didn't play last night. Probably the best woman's player on Bethany's women's team didn't play last night. Bethany has gone to spectatorless uh, at least outside spectators. Now their students can go, and that's it. Nobody else can go. Bethany and Mac play on Friday in Lindsborg uh, in college basketball. So you don't know who's going to be available on Friday. And the Bullpups, you know, they won't have Jayton Alexander. There's a chance they might have it be at without a couple other players too yeah we'll have to see either way you'll be able to tune in pregame 6 30 kickoff seven o'clock right here on 96 7 kbb as of now me and me and steve plan on being there and we plan on calling that game and hopefully bringing you another bull pup win but we got other games to get to we'll take a quick break and we will be back with more of the lunchtime sports sandwich after this on 96.7 kbbe
Hi, my name is Dr. Esther Reddick, a board-certified Mayo Clinic-trained ophthalmologist in McPherson at 901 North Main. We offer a wide spectrum of services. Patient safety is our top priority. We are happy to work together with your optometrist to provide you the best eye care possible. You may be referred to us for various ocular conditions such as cataract, glaucoma, macular degeneration, or heavy eyelids. Please call 245-0556 to schedule your next appointment. Your eyes, your health, our passion. Farmers Insurance Group and Agent Brad Forsberg are two names you can trust with all your insurance needs. With the annual Medicare renewal period from October 15th through December 7th, now is the time to contact Agent Brad Forsberg. Brad can help you with all your Medicare and Medicare supplement plan renewal needs and answer any questions you might have. Give Brad a call at 620-504-5133 and let him get the best insurance plan for you. Farmers Insurance Agent Brad Forsberg, ready to help you with all your insurance needs. Banking is different these days, but at People's Bank, we're here to help. You can visit us at any of our drive through locations or utilize one of our 16 ATMs, many of which accept deposits. You can even bank from home by visiting us online at peoples.bank or use other features such as mobile banking, People's Pay, or our new Apple Watch app. We understand that you have banking needs. And just as before, we will continue to be here for you. People's Bank and Trust, member FDIC. McPherson Center for Health is pleased to announce that the Hess Fitness Center is once again accessible 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. We've taken extra measures to make this space safe and enjoyable for you to get back to your fitness routine. For more information and special instructions prior to your visit, please go to www.mcphersonhospital.org or call 620-241-2251, extension 176. Controlling your own weather can be easier than controlling anything else these days. This is Julie with RC Heating and Cooling. With a well-working cooling and heating system, you can be in control of your indoor weather at home. With so many things out of our hands, it's a good feeling to have a bit of stability. Call RC for a free estimate on new cooling and heating equipment. Call RC when your unit isn't up to par. Call RC to stay comfortable in any weather. Call RC, 241-2787. And welcome back into the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on 96.7 KBBE. Nathan Sage and Steve Zell. We're getting buttons figured out. We're getting the technical difficulties. We're getting everything going here on the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich. Got about a half an hour left, and we got a lot to get to. We still got some other area football games. McPherson's not the only game going on. We got some other games going on, some big games as well. Steve, take us through what we got up this week and what really the game of the week. I have the Little River Rank game, but take us through the week. Through the yeah, games. we have three. You know, the big three are still left. Uh, Little River and Clifton Clyde, of course, is the big game of the week. The teams played in week two. Little River led pretty much the whole game. Clifton Clyde tied it and then won in overtime. Uh, I talked to somebody very close to the Little River program, not with the team, but somebody that believes that uh, Little River – you know, they left four touchdowns on the field with penalties, and they feel like this time they'll get that W. They're playing very well right now. Little River's been playing great lately. Uh, the other two games, don't expect uh, much suspense in either one of them. Uh, Inman hosting Remington. Inman's already beat them by 41. 
uh, Remington or Inman was really sharp last week. Teuton should roll in that one. Then Canton Galva is home against Burlingame. The teams played two years ago, and at the time, that was really thought to be the big game uh, for Canton Galva. Uh, Burlingame was supposed to be really good and give them all they wanted. It ended up being a 74 26 Canton Galva win. And uh, Canton Galva's as good or better than that team was. Burlingame, not quite what they were a couple years ago. So I look for a real uh, big blowout there for Canton Galva. Burlingame, a couple of, they played a team that Canton Galva blew out, you know, like 70, and Burlingame struggled with them. So uh, I really think all three teams in the area are going to win this weekend and uh, move on to the third round. Should be a fun time. Hopefully we can get those updates as they come in. Keep track of those for you right here on 96.7 KBBE. Yeah, like like we said, that Little River Clifton Clyde game back uh, seems like a long time ago, but week two was still a, a great game. And I know Little River, from when I interviewed Coach Ayers, he, they are seeking revenge, and they probably had this circled when it came out that they were going to take down Clifton Clyde. Well, so. I'm, I'm a big believer the team that has the best – player on the field has the best chance to win and i think little river's got the two best players on the field and Jaden garrison and graham stevens that's why i'm going with uh little river to win that game and then the other two of course i think uh, those are going to be very lopsided games football being the only uh, fall sport still going on we had everything else kind of finish up last saturday as uh volleyball uh, soccer cross country all finished up on uh like i said last saturday or last week yeah, yeah last week um but some area teams still of note uh, making noise in those final games uh mcpherson obviously finishing fourth in the class 4a state final four for volleyball smoky river actually finishes we talked about there in the smoky valley smoky valley <laughs> smoky valley finishing uh runner up as we talked about that last week on the high school coaches show as they were getting ready for that game uh, that matchup there. Soccer, I just talked to Coach Adrian, uh, fell to Breen Academy in the regional final. One thing I, I'll say about that is we didn't expect, and we'll be honest, we didn't expect to get to, to see them get to where they were. And it is great to see them overachieve and uh, improve on the year. Some great athletes, some great seniors they're going to have to say goodbye to. And you can hear more of Coach Adrian's interview uh, coming up during the High School Coaches Show this Saturday as he discusses his team and how they uh, finished out the year. And then we also had some cross-country uh, teams do, uh, do well as well, Steve. Yeah, I'm just going to take what wrapping it up real quick and getting those other ones over. I was down at Hutchinson for the 4A State Volleyball. Uh, the Bullpups... Uh, you know, you could just kind of call it a bad day at the office. You know, um, they really thought they could make the state championship match. They lost to Andale uh, in the first match, but they got another shot at Andale. They felt like they could win that second time uh, in the semifinals. They couldn't get it done. Very strange format to that tournament. You could go 0-3 in pool play and still win the state championship. The coaches didn't like that all, but still a great year for Coach Doyle's team. Finished 34-7. and And Smoky Valley, of course, uh, at Hutchinson on Saturday in the 3A state tournament. They came as close as close can be. It went to the third set, and uh, Sabetha outscored them the last two points to win 25-23. You don't get much closer than that. Coach Charlene Ramsey, what a great job for Smoky Valley, 34-4. Uh, and four. This is a team that 
when the seniors on this team were freshmen, were 1-35. and 35. So what a turnaround in the program there. And then you mentioned soccer. Uh, they had Berean Academy down 2-0 early. Uh, Berean, the, the big turning point was Berean scored three goals late in the first half, about 10 minutes apart, to take a 3-2 lead. Bullpups uh, basically couldn't get any offense going in the second half. Ended up four to two. But again, Coach Adrian's team incredible season for them. They started one and four, finished ten and eight. They only lose two seniors, but what seniors they are! Cody Achilles and Logan Ediger. They will be very difficult to replace. And then state cross country was on Saturday. It was great to see McPherson. I have an actual team uh, there. They've had individuals the last few years every now and then, but they had an entire girls team there. Got eleventh. They only lose, I think, one runner off that team. Cody Achilles and Courtney Ikebush plays. Achilles 7th, Ikebush 20th. Smoky Valley gave Southeast everything it wanted in the 3A state meet. The Vikings take second in state cross country. So they had a second in volleyball and a second in cross country. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, their girls, the only girl they had, Gracie Lambert, she medaled. The area runners, uh, the ones that qualified as individuals, they all medaled. Uh, Becker and Derek, Canton Galva, Peters at Illyria. So it was a very profitable weekend for McPherson and McPherson area in cross country. So uh, congratulations to all those runners. You look at Canton Galva, Morgan Becker, and Christian Dara. They've placed in state two years in a row. They both come back for their senior years, and I know they're going to be really going after that state championship. There were a lot of seniors that finished ahead of them. They could be two of the top five runners next year. So um, we got a lot of, like you say, a lot of sports were finished. Um, we're just down as far as the preps uh, to football. Basketball starts, a, uh, practice starts a week from Monday. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> keep your fingers crossed. Um that we're able to, you know, I don't know how far we're going to get into basketball season. I really don't know. Because right now, you know, uh, COVID didn't end even though voting ended on Tuesday. A lot of people said, well, you won't even hear about COVID after the election. Well, COVID is running rampant right now. And it's, you know, we've had over 100 cases in McPherson County in the last two uh, reports over the last four days. And uh, we just got to be very careful out there. Um, it, it's just – it's, it's the invisible enemy, and hopefully uh, we can get a handle on this thing. Yeah, one thing I wanted to say was we talked about fall sports. We didn't even know if we'd get through fall sports, so it's exciting and even more exciting for those seniors who couldn't finish up their junior years the way they want or they wanted to in the spring and summer. So it was great to see those kids uh, deliver. And one thing I'll say going forward, coaches, administrators better be telling these kids, and they probably already told them all the time anyway, but you leave it all on the field because you just don't know when you're going to be able to play again. Uh, exactly right. And, you know, talking to Coach Pav today, he just said, you know, I pray, you know, we can make it all the way through. He says, you just don't know. He says, every every game could be our last because we saw during basketball season the state just shut it down and, and didn't even think about you know, trying to get it in. They just shut it down. Then they shut down the entire spring. We don't want to see that happen, so we really got to be careful out there. Keep doing what we're doing, wearing masks, being safe, staying away from everybody, and hopefully we can get through this. I know it's a difficult time. 2020 is not a fun year, but hopefully we can get get, get it going and, and get winter sports here and get things going before we know it and, like I said, continue on. Either way, we got more sports to get to, but we got to take a break, and we'll be back with more of the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich after this on 96.7 KBBE. 
Well, the holidays are here, and so is a festive new Nextech wireless deal. Loyal customers and newbies alike, trade in your tired old device. Get a new phone on us. Stuck somewhere else? No worries. We'll pay off your contract so you're free to switch and free to choose your new free phone. So visit the right people with the right deals and get the best phone on the best network. It's time for something different. Nextech wireless. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. Next to Freddy's in McPherson. Hi, friends. This is Dana Sammer. People often ask me if and when they can switch from one Medicare supplement to another. The answer is that you can switch at any time, but it must be approved by the underwriters of the new company. In other words, if your health is good, you may be a candidate to switch companies to save money, for instance. Call me, Dana Sammer, with the Alliance Agency at 245-4861, and we can discuss your Medicare needs today. Or stop by our office on the second floor of the Warren Place. Thank you. Whether you're reimagining your backyard or transforming a few acres into a field of dreams, let Prairie Land Partners show you how easy and affordable it is to own a John Deere. Go to prairielandpartners.com. Click on the PLP Builder to build, price, and buy a compact utility tractor, mower, gator, or skid steer. Get started today at prairielandpartners.com. Delivering the right solution. Playing Santa isn't always easy, so why not this year give the gift that anyone will enjoy? Give Visa gift cards from Great Plains Federal Credit Union in McPherson. It's the gift that makes your job as Santa so much easier. Let the friendly and helpful elves at Great Plains Federal Credit Union make you a Santa Claus success. Stop by and get your Visa gift cards today. Great Plains Federal Credit Union, 720 North Main in McPherson. An equal housing lender, member NCUA. Janet's doing it. So is Fred. Bonnie's all over it. Same with Omar. Tim's been at it since February of last year. Corey started the year before that. And guess what? They're all saving by doing so. What's that? Well, the doing part? Why, they're using the Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm. And they're saving up to 30% and more on their auto insurance. How about you? You ready to get at it and save? To start driving safe and saving in McPherson, call State Farm agent Jim LaDuke today. Discounts may vary. Not available in California, Massachusetts, New York, or Rhode Island. Your Board of Public Utilities asks, are you looking for ways to save on your winter heating bills? Saving money on your BPU bill can be as easy as one, two, three. Number one, lower your thermostat by two degrees to save as much as 4%. Number two, during daylight hours, open drapes and blinds to gain the maximum heat through the windows. And number three, check your furnace filter monthly. Keeping your furnace properly maintained will reduce energy consumption and save you up to 5% on your heating costs. This message is from your friends at the McPherson Board of Public Utilities. A little Van Halen on the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on 96.7 KBBE. Nathan Sage with Steve Sell. As we get back into all the sports stuff, we got a lot of stuff we still have to talk about. As we did allude to there, uh, fall sports wrapping up basketball college basketball around the area got 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 going about a week ago a little 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 longer if i can talk um but some some teams around the area looking pretty good so far steve especially mac college yeah i went out and covered mac college and avila kcac opener last night uh big sweep for the bulldogs the women's game was really uh exciting 
Avila came in as the team that won the KCAC postseason tournament last year. They have one of the best players in the conference in Matty Morgan, but the Bulldogs took care of it 74-60. And then in the men's game, I'll tell you, it's a shame that more people can't see this Mac men's team because they are fun to watch. They've just blitzed Avila right from the get-go. They had a they were up 19 to 6, four minutes into the game, ended up winning 101-70. And actually, they only scored two points the last about five and a half minutes. Uh, they'd pretty much emptied the bench and everybody was jacking up threes and nobody was making any there at the end. But the Bulldogs made 14 threes when the game was actually on the line. So both McPherson College men and women 3-0 on the year. They are both scheduled at this point to play at Bethany. Um, they're not allowing spectators at Lindsborg's Han Gym other than students from Bethany College. So, uh, you know, none of us will get to see that game. You can uh, Bethany will be streaming the game. Uh, you can go to their internet or you can go to Matt College's internet. They'll, you know, you click there and, and they'll get you all lined up there. But very exciting Bulldog teams to watch so far. Uh, the Central Christian College teams were supposed to play tonight at home. Uh, Southwestern Assemblies was supposed to be here. Those games have been canceled. The men have now picked up Sterling College for tomorrow night. That's a 6.30 start and then both central teams are scheduled to be home on saturday that's a one o'clock and three o'clock start not sure if those games are still on as of now they are but the the way things are going uh you just don't know i mean you could have games postponed left and right speaking of postponed uh mcpherson college football that was supposed to play at bethany on saturday that game was postponed clear back on monday uh they've got a lot of covid going on apparently at bethany um Matt College has been – it's been fantastic. They have not had a, any COVID cancel their games. Now, the other teams have had the COVID problems, but it hasn't been the problem with McPherson College. They have done a great job of keeping their athletes uh, healthy, and uh, it's a shame they didn't get to play that game. You know, Mac has now lost games with St. Mary and Bethany. Those are two teams I think they could have beat – uh, they're three and four on the year. Uh, going back to Saturday, they played Kansas Wesley, and I covered that game. Incredible performance by the underhanded bulldog or uh, undermanned bulldog team. Uh, they're missing 23 players who either opted out for the rest of the season due to COVID or injured. And Kansas Wesleyan, nationally ranked team, came in here. Bulldogs had a 21-7 lead. We're up 21-14 at the half. And a controversial fumble return gave Wesleyan a touchdown. It was a 34-27 game until the last few seconds. Wesleyan actually could have taken a knee and run the game out. They elected to run a play. They scored a touchdown for a cosmetic touchdown. 41-27 win. But Coach Fiscus, I know, was very happy with his guys. He thought they played great. They played with a lot of heart. Colin Gearing and Ben Nickel, uh, you know, Mac High kids, uh, and Drew Labertu, uh, especially Gearing and Labertu on defense, they were outstanding. Ben had another touchdown catch. The McPherson High kids on the Bulldogs having a great year. Yeah, you know, I know you've talked to me about a bunch of, about it a bunch, the injuries and just issues like that that have plagued this team. To see them come out and play the way they did on Saturday is great for that program. Great football for everybody to watch. And, you know, another thing, we talked about all these high school kids. You mentioned it there. Matt College is doing a great job of keeping the athletes safe and these, and these administrators, everybody's safe. Everybody's doing a great job uh, as we still have COVID-19 on the rise right now. Yeah, and like I say, they have not had an instance where they have been the ones that postponed the game because they have been able to keep everybody healthy. So congratulations on what they're doing out at the college. 
um, and, and, you know, keeping everybody healthy. Now, other news when it comes to kind of COVID, NFL's having a little bit more issues with COVID right now, but luckily the Chiefs have not been affected by anything so far. Uh, Chiefs will host Carolina Panthers on Sunday pregame at 11 o'clock right here on 1540 KNGL, and the game will be on at noon on KBBE. Um, and then they go into the bye week, so it's just got to get the win against Carolina. I don't know if Christian McCaffrey will be available in that game. He's questionable right now. I'm hoping he doesn't play because his backup is my running back, um, <laughs> you know, uh, Mike Davis for You're Carolina. Selfish, You're selfish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you talked about the Thursday night game. It's actually a great matchup, Green Bay at San Francisco. But when I was home at noon, there was still some question whether the game was going to be played. I think they're not going to know until about – you know, four o'clock or so when all the tests come back in. So that game right now is tentative. Uh, as you've mentioned, Green Bay, uh, they lost a game they probably had no business losing last week. Uh, now, Minnesota's not a bad team, but the game was at Green Bay. And, you know, the, the Packers very seldom lose at home. San Francisco is four and four, but the injuries on that team are unbelievable. Uh, they've lost Jimmy Garoppolo for six weeks. George Kittle probably for the year. I have Kittle on my fantasy team. I, I'm down to like seven healthy bodies on my fantasy team. I've been having to pick up guys left and right. But uh, if, you, if you went to midkansasonline.com this week on, uh, I believe it was Tuesday, I had my column – uh, grading the NFL at the midseason. I did the report cards, and uh, I had the Chiefs with an A minus. And, you know, seven and one, um, you know, coming off that Super Bowl year, they haven't shown any signs to me of a Super Bowl hangover, and they've kind of done it different this year. The defense has been much better. The offense, not quite as electrifying. They've been more blue collar. Mm -hmm. You know, they're running the ball more. Uh, Mahomes isn't taking as many deep shots down the field. But right now, I think I think if you had to, uh, if you graded the NFL, I think the number one team right now is probably the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then I think Kansas City's number two. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I did want to say when it comes to that Thursday night game, San Francisco, that might be – Jimmy G might never see the field again with San Francisco. I think he has only one or two years left on his contract, but I wouldn't be surprised. I think – I looked at the cap hit for them. If they released him, it'd be better if they did release him. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. And you know what I could see? This is just Nathan Domas, if you will. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to the Patriots after this year. It wouldn't surprise me either. You know, you look at his contract. There's, I think it's only a couple years guaranteed and then, you know, then because they can buy him out or he can – out and uh, you know they made the Super Bowl with him last year but let's face it they didn't make the Super Bowl because of him they had a great defense last year Mostert was a great running back last year he was kind of a Alex Smith type game manager doesn't put up the eye-popping numbers and uh, you know there's a lot of quarterbacks out there that'll probably be on the move in the offseason I think you could plug a lot of guys in with that 49ers team and probably win a lot of games it's interesting when you look at the NFL because it just seems like I said this to my wife the other day. It seems like nobody wants to win. Once you see a team start, now minus Kansas City and Pittsburgh, obviously, and Baltimore, but it seems like all these other teams that you, especially the NFC East, uh, it just seems like, I don't know, maybe they're tanking for Trevor or something. Some of these teams just, just seem like they have the athletes and they have the team to do it, but they just are not showing up on Sundays. Yeah, and, you know, you, you touched on Baltimore there for a second. I had Baltimore. They're my Super Bowl pick. And, you know, I don't jump off bandwagons. I'm staying with Baltimore, but they have underperformed as far as I'm concerned. They're 5-2, and two, but in the only two real big games they've played, 
to me, they have flunked those tests. They lost to Kansas City. They lost to Pittsburgh. Now, they did beat uh, uh, Tennessee, but, uh, you know, Tennessee is starting to fall off a little bit. Maybe Tennessee's not quite as good as what we thought they were. But uh, Lamar Jackson, remember, he was picked as the number one player of 2020 over Patrick Mahomes uh, going mm-hmm. into the season. Lamar Jackson has not been good. He's next to last in the NFL in passing, and teams are starting to, uh, you know, figure out his running lanes and things like that. He has not been the dynamic, electrifying player that he was last year. And you know in the NFL, if you play long enough, teams are going to figure things out. You know, he you know, he came in. People have never seen a quarterback that could run quite like him. I mean, Michael Vick, Randall Cunningham, those guys could run. But Lamar Jackson was a different level. And now teams are starting to figure out. Plus, every year that Lamar Jackson plays, he's a little older. He's a little more beat up, and the, willing, and the willingness to run uh, kind of goes away a little bit. Yeah, I, I think I believe I said at the beginning of the season, I, I have never really bought into uh, the hype with him. I think he's a great athlete, a, a great quarterback, but I don't see it because based on history, like you mentioned, I just didn't see it last. Well, he's not Patrick time. Mahomes, yes. <laughs> let's face it. But talking about the NFL gets me into Nathan's complaint of the Okay, so obviously we are seeing a very high uptick in COVID and we're seeing the NFL having to deal with things. It has been reported the NFL is considering changing this year's playoff format due to COVID-19 and increased issues with COVID-19 to a potential 16-team field. Quote, NFL Competition Committee expects to present a resolution to owners based on contingency of having a 16-team playoff season, eight in each conference, if games are lost due to the pandemic, especially as by weeks continue to disappear according to league sources committees met uh this was about a week ago is when they this came out here's my complaint first of all you knew coming into the season you'd have to deal with covid right i understand the need to modify it but i just don't like this process being on the fly that's how it feels i feel like the nba and even mlb had a really good process in in front of them they they thought it out planned it out i I really hats off the nba i think the nba did the best thing that they could in that situation and i'd like to see them moving forward but nfl i just feel is more wishful thinking than anything and now um it's almost to the point where it's like well we you know we we don't know if we're gonna have enough you know bye weeks and this so let's just you know let's get every team in let's get as many teams as possible in the postseason the problem i see with that is like i mentioned earlier a lot of teams don't seem to be like liking to win or wanting to win right now. So you could see uh, multiple teams with under 500 records in Tanking the playoffs. Tanking is yes. what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my thing. I I, I just I understand needing. Uh, I'm a marine. Adapt and overcome. I understand that. But I can't say it on air. Bad planning leads to bad you know procedures. It's not a good thing. To- yeah. They're they're at the halfway point of the season. There should be a plan in place in the next few days what they're going to do for the postseason it's just yeah anyways that was my complaint of the week time to get to this day in sports 1978 oakland raiders john madden becomes the uh 13th coach to win 100 games good old john madden when his uh here's a guy that when he has put his contacts in can see better quote um 1988, I thought this was interesting. Uh, we had first NBA games at Bradley Center, at Miami Arena, and at the Palace in Auburn Hills for the Atlanta Hawks, LA Clippers, and Pistons. So all those opening up on the same day. I thought that was just interesting and stood out to me. 
1992 revenge match of the 20th century. America's chess grandmaster Bobby Fischer beats the Russian Boris Spassky. Is, is, is that, I get that right? That's right. And that oh. was a big deal back then. Yes. I mean, that really was because Bobby Fischer was kind of the, the boy genius, the grand wizard of uh, of the che- of the uh, chessboard, and uh, Boris Spassky, you know, the rush, the bad Russian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, this, this was... 92. And yeah, right th- after, this yeah. was this was United States-Russia, Cold War type stuff, and uh, Bobby Fischer uh, carried the w- red, white, and blue to victory. 1993, first NBA game in the Aladome for the San Antonio Spurs as they beat the Warriors. Just thought it was interesting. A lot of these first, first NBA games at General Motors Place in Vancouver, which now there is no team there. They are the Memphis Grizzlies, not the Vancouver Grizzlies. So, yeah, just a, November 5th has a lot of NBA opening uh, day, if you will. Birthdays on this day. Bill Walton, his birthday, born in 1952. Uh, Alvin Gentry, he's a basketball coach for the Pelicans, for the Pistons, for Clippers, Suns, everything. And he was a one-time assistant at KU. There you go. 1954 is when he was born. Does that make him 66? Uh, Johnny Damon, American professional baseball player for the Royals, Yankees, Red Sox, everybody and anybody. Born, I didn't know he was born in Fort Riley. I thought that was really interesting. I had no idea. So... Johnny Damon had, had a birthday. real good career with the Royals, and then they just couldn't afford him, so yep. he had to move on. Went on, looked at, he looked like a caveman for the Boston yeah. Red Sox before he went to the Yankees. Hit some, hit a couple big home runs oh, in the uh, against the Yankees yep. in that series. Uh, Jerry Stackhouse, his birthday. Bubba Watson Jr., the American golfer. I just like his name. I enjoy that name. So 1978, his birthday. And Odell Beckham Jr. for the Browns. Uh, it's his birthday. Wow, is his well. career falling off? I didn't realize he was. He's 20. Going to be 20, 28. 28. Yeah. yeah. So. And he's got a torn up knee right now. He's probably going to miss, you know, a lot of next year. And to me, his career is basically over. One thing I wanted to say is I'm thinking about making a new game on the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich. I thought about every time, Steve, I go through here and I, I find the, you know, this day in sports or, or birthdays. There's so many birthdays of people that I have just never heard. I'm thinking about making a game, and you can put add your two senses, just putting their name down, and you have to tell me what sport Uh-oh. they play. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we can try that maybe next week for the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich. I'll say a name, and you tell me what sport, and kind of if you could, maybe what year they were around. Okay. But, well, hopefully our intro will work next yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully we get, well, you know, technical difficulties, we get through it, and hopefully our outro works because we are done with the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich today. I'm glad. Glad you uh, stopped by for uh, your lunch and a side of sports on the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on 96.7 KBB. Until next week, we will catch you on the flippity flip. That's going to do it for this week's version of the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich. I hope you all enjoyed your lunch with a side of sports courtesy of myself and Steve Sell. Until next week, go Bulldogs. Go Bullpups. Go Wildcats. Go Jayhawks. Go Royals. And go Chiefs.